Hello, and welcome to another episode of Factory Reboot. I'm Tom Kelly, Automation Alley Executive Director and CEO. Today we're discussing the fourth industrial revolution, also known as Industry 4.0, and its impact on the manufacturing industry, specifically the role of augmented and virtual reality in smart factories. You can follow Factory Reboot on SoundCloud, iTunes, or at automationalley.com forward slash factory reboot. You can also follow us on Twitter at Automation Alley. Today, I'm joined by Franco Bevioni, CEO of WeDo, a creative digital solutions company that delivers unique experiences for its customers. WeDo will be showcasing AR and VR applications for Industry 4.0 at Automation Alley's Integrate Conference on November 9th in Detroit. So welcome, Franco. Thank you very much for hosting me here today. Oh, you're, you're welcome. We're happy to have you. Um, so, so, Franco, tell us about WeDo and the experiences uh, that you're creating for your clients and customers. Okay, a few, few words about what we do is to understand where we are going, where we are now. We do as an international uh, full-service uh, digital company headquartered in Italy, in U.S. Uh, and in Canada, in, in China, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always work for a big organization. We started up uh, almost 20 years ago. And uh, we work in two main uh, different big areas uh, for these big enterprises. One is the marketing and communication areas uh, area, and the other one in the, is the industrial area, so operations, maintenance, and safety. For these two areas, of the, for those big uh, clients, uh, we deliver um, new technological mm-hmm. innovative solutions uh, mainly for uh, solving some of their problems. Uh, in particular, during the last year, we have focused on VR and AR. That's our point of view from, uh, uh, for the industry. You know that uh, you know better than me that in uh, the Industry 4.0 revolution, there are some building blocks uh, that constitutes the, 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 the revolution mm-hmm. itself. I mean, uh, artificial intelligence like uh, additive manufacturing, like IoT or cloud computing. We are just one of those windows to this world, but we are providing, we think, interesting solutions for so, that. So with the, within that window, what are the AR and VR trends you're kind of seeing in industry today? Okay, um, we started VR a long time ago because you know probably better than me that VR solutions started in the 60s, in the early 60s, but then they never uh, went really to a real success until the last year for many reasons because probably many of the big producers of devices now are ready and there are very solid solutions for supporting VR solutions. So we started uh, as our company in 2005-2006 developing solutions for the industry in VR, mainly applied to training uh, and so to improve the skills and the performances of the operators. On the other side, we started the AR application during the last two years, uh, according to the development on the market uh, of new technologies, new devices uh, uh, produced by the, the big names like uh, Microsoft, Google, uh, and so on. And in this case, uh, we started delivering solution uh, again for the industry for supporting activities on field like maintenance, like uh, training or, and troubleshooting, but not only from the perspective of creating just a new solution on a new device, but trying to connect, uh, so with the Industry 4.0 point of view, trying to connect to other building blocks of the chain. So trying to connect to sensors, uh, so to data coming from the machine, trying to connect to uh, other uh, legacy software coming from the company, for example, 
the training planning system uh, of the HR department and or, or the ticketing system in troubleshooting and solutions. So integrating together different stuff. Franco, is this, when I hear the term digital twinning, are you talking kind of about that technology where you're, where you're creating an environment that replicates the real world with the sensors and with all the data? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Uh, correct. We don't call it like this because we have our interpretation and our approach to to, to that term. Yep. Uh, but uh, we can say it's almost the same. What we do is to replicate in 3D, in a digital way, uh, the visual of an environment or uh, a plant or a single equipment, then to attach to this equipment uh, uh, in case of training, just a simulation of how the equipment behaves in reality, and so allow to the operator to interact with this equipment or the entire plant and to understand what is the reaction of cause and effect, what is doing, what happens. This is for virtual reality and just for training. When we are talking about AR, and so using a wearable device like a helmet uh, or a HoloLens, uh, or uh, I don't want to give any brand, but yeah, it, sure. it works uh, on every device. Uh, in this case, we're connecting with real data. So in this case, we are making a digital twinning of, the, of what's happening in reality, but it's not uh, a twinning, it's really reality because we are reading the data coming from the machine. Wow. So in one case, it's simulation, in the other one is the real data coming from So there. it's real data, real time. Exactly. Wow. In fact, the big difference uh, of our approach between VR and AR is that VR is used for training people on something that is maybe somewhere else or is not constructed yet, so we can anticipate the training activities on a plant that is in construction maybe, and so we can reduce the time to production uh, for the people and for the company, and at the same time we have people uh, with better skills, more uh, trained and ready to go when the plant is ready. And for doing that, we simulate what's going to happen in the real plant. But when the plant is ready and we want to support people doing operation or doing maintenance or for whatever kind of troubleshooting they are facing in front of a machine, in this case, they wear uh, a device and in the device they have information coming directly from the machine itself. But at the same time, they can interact, for example, opening a ticket, uh, a troubleshooting ticket, and sending this data to another office, a remote office that can support them, that can connect with them, and then can solve the problem. That's real-time operation wow. uh, on the line. So that is fascinating. And I need to, to share with the audience that uh, I had the pleasure of going over to your facilities here in Birmingham, Michigan, and seeing what you're doing, and it blew me away. And I'm one of those people that's supposed to be up on the latest, greatest technology, and I got to tell you, uh, it really opened my eyes to what's possible. Uh, so, so kudos to you for what you've been able to do. Now, with that said, I, I bet our audience can discern that you are uh, that you live in Michigan now, but you are not native to Michigan. Uh, you are from uh, from Europe. Can you share any insights, uh, Franco, on what's happening in Europe related to Industry 4.0 versus what's happening in the U.S.? Uh, we'd love to have your your insight and perspectives on that. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for the words before. Uh, we really appreciate uh, I didn't pay for that. So <laughs> <laughs> It's true. They got to see it. Thank you very much. And uh, yes, I, I can give you my humble perspective because uh, I'm European and I moved in here in the U.S. Uh, some months ago. 
And uh, I can tell that uh, in U.S. Uh, uh, probably the government uh, is going a little slower than uh, the European central government uh, in Europe. Uh, actually, I have to say that uh, the work we are doing with Automation Alley is beautiful and the activity of Automation Alley is really appreciated by the company like us because we are able to show our technologies to big enterprises and we need really need this kind of uh, activity. So uh, on, a, uh, local, uh, on a local point of view, uh, the activity is good, but I think from the central government, uh, there must be something more. For example, I know very well what's happening in Italy and uh, in Germany, and the central government is giving a lot of help to the companies in terms of tax credits, tax rebates, uh, if you're investing in some solution that are connecting some of the building blocks we were saying yeah. before, uh, wow. and investing on them. You receive uh, many kind of helps, and so the company are pushed to invest and to, uh, to, to change how they're doing the work. I would like also to say one, one, um, one more thing. Um, today, one of the big difficulties to bring all those new, beautiful, incredible ideas to the big enterprises is that we are going to change the paradigm of the work. We're going to change some of their process that maybe for many years they have done in the same way. And so, uh, you know how the big companies work, uh, it's difficult for them to change from, the, from one day to the other. But the health of the government is helping in this case. It's not only helping them, because there is an ROI measurable uh, coming from the introduction of those technologies, but it's also a big help for a bunch of other smaller companies that are having, in this moment, incredible solutions that can be applied there. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So, and I appreciate that perspective because I don't think we get that perspective enough of what is the rest of the world doing because it's a it's a competitive global workspace uh, that we're all uh, uh, working in, and that's going to be really important. So, I got one more question for you, Franco, and that is, if I'm a business leader, uh, I'm listening to the podcast. What's the tip of the spear for what you do? What do they need to be focused on that? that helps them understand when to pick up the phone and call you to say, I got a problem that needs to be solved and, and uh, what Franco is doing is the perfect solution. Can you give us some color on that? Yeah, that's quite tricky because every time we, we go to a company and... There's a new problem. That, that, that's the real <laughs> yeah. point. That's the real point. So uh, <clears throat> what we find very difficult in this moment is to create, uh, create an off-the-shelf solution mm -hmm. that works for everybody. And there are many reasons for that. One of the reasons comes from the, uh, uh, the items, the devices we're using, mm -hmm. because there is not, uh, especially in AR, there is not a standard yet. Mm -hmm. So Microsoft, Google, the one I said before, they are coming out every day with some new ideas, technologies, but uh, nothing is really established mm -hmm. in the market. So we're following all those changes day by day, and we are developing software solution among all those devices. But it's just a production problem. Mm -hmm. On the other side, as you were saying before, every customer we're facing, they have some common problems, but they have some very different problems uh, mm -hmm. uh, one to the other because they have a different line of production. So it's like to say that if uh, FCA or GM or Ford, they work with different line, they have different specific problems on them. Gotcha. First problem that we have is to analyze what kind of problem they have and try to adapt the solution in a creative way with a creative approach to, to, to fit and to, and to really solve the problem and to measure also mm -hmm. how we solve the problem. It's not just saying we put this new item in your process, but we have to put it and I to, to tell you how much money we saved or in terms of cost or, or, or money itself. 
Great. So, so Franco, I really appreciate you joining us today. So uh, how would our listeners get a hold of you? How, how, what do they need to do? Website, uh, user information? Yes, first of all, you have to go to Integrate and to see <laughs> Thank you <laughs> to the that. Integrate event. And you have to, leave, to, to come you're to our You're doing a booth. tech deep dive where you're going to have stuff to show, really cool AR, VR. Exactly. That's exactly. great. And uh, thanks to, to Automation Alley, we are having this space for presenting and put hands-on to some of our technologies uh, connected to VR application. We I have many wait. of them apply, apply to many industry. Tom, you have the chance to s- see some of them. Uh, and then we have AR helmet uh, where we're going to try to create a live connection between our booth and the, wow. and the room. And then we're going to have probably also our helmet, industrial helmet for supporting people in uh, industrial environments also a dangerous environment uh, wow. uh, like oil and gas plants or stuff like that. And you can also find us on uh, our website that is www.wedo. We do is w-e-d-o-o.it or .com. That, that's awesome. That's really great. Well, so thank you for joining us, Franco. And for those listening, remember, uh, as Franco said, Automation Alley's Industry 4.0 Conference Integrate will take place November 9th in Detroit. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I look forward to everybody uh, being there. Uh, visit us at automationalley.com forward slash integrate to register. And we just said WeDo is going to have some of the coolest stuff uh, to try on, to live in, to see what's possible in AR and VR. Again, if you like what you heard today, subscribe to Factory Reboot on SoundCloud, iTunes, or at automationalley.com forward slash factory reboot. See you all later, guys. Bye.